Good morning for Wednesday, February 2nd, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news today. Mubarak won't run again, but stays. President Obama urges a faster, peaceful shift. Protesters pressure leader to leave now. And political calculations were upset repeatedly by events on the streets. In today's national headlines, report sees quick recovery for Gulf of Mexico. States diverge on dealing with health care ruling and 11.2 million illegal immigrants in the United States in 2010, the report says. In today's financial headlines, the FDA declines to approve a new diet drug. The bet on the foreclosure boom turned sour for investors. And China is poised to raise interest rates again, bankers say. There will be more business stories, along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Today's top story is written from Cairo. Mubarak won't run again, but stays. Protesters pressure leader to leave now. Written from Cairo by Anthony Shadid. President Hosni Mubarak declared Tuesday night that he would step down in September as modern Egypt's longest-serving leader, but that did not go far enough for the hundreds of thousands who poured into Tahrir Square in a sprawling protest that cut across entrenched lines of piety, class, and ideology. Hours later, President Obama strongly suggested that Mubarak's concession was not enough, declaring that an orderly transition in Egypt must begin now. In a 30-minute phone call to Mubarak just before his public remarks, Obama was more forceful in insisting on a rapid transition, according to officials familiar with the discussion. The announcement in a 10-minute speech by Mubarak came after his support from the powerful Egyptian military began to crumble and after American officials urged him not to run again. Mubarak's offer, which fell short of the crowd's demands for the president to step down now and even face trial, could well inflame passions in an uprising that has rivaled some of the most epic moments in Egypt's contemporary history. The protests have captivated a broader Arab world that has already seen a leader fall in Tunisia this month and growing protests against other American-backed governments. The 82-year-old Mubarak said he would remain in office until a presidential election in September and in emotional terms declared that he would never leave Egypt. The Hosni Mubarak who speaks to you today is proud of his achievements over the years in serving Egypt and its people, he said, wearing a dark suit and seeming vigorous in the speech broadcast on state television. This is my country. This is where I have lived. I fought and defended its land, sovereignty and interest, and I will die on its soil. In his speech, Mubarak was pugnacious, accusing protesters of sowing chaos and political forces here of adding fuel to the fire. In Tahrir Square, crowds waved flags as the speech was televised on a screen in the square. Leave, they chanted, in what has become a refrain of the demonstrations. There is nothing now the president can do except step down and let go of power, said Mohammed el-Beltugi, a leader of the Muslim Brotherhood, Egypt's most powerful opposition group, which has entered forcefully into the fray with Mubarak. Those sentiments were echoed by other voices of the opposition, including Mohammed el-Baradai, a Nobel laureate, and Ayman Noor, a longtime dissident. The speech and the demonstration, whose sheer numbers represented scenes rarely witnessed in the Arab world, illustrated the deep, perhaps unbridgeable divide that exists between ruler and ruled in Egypt, the most populous Arab country and once the axis on which the Arab world revolved.
the events here have reverberated across a region captivated by an uprising that in some ways has brought a new prestige to Egypt in an Arab world it once dominated culturally and politically. King Abdullah II of Jordan fired his cabinet after protest there on Tuesday, and the Palestinian cabinet in the West Bank said it would hold long-promised municipal elections as soon as possible. Organizers in Yemen and Syria, countries with their own authoritarian rulers, have called for protest this week,